Hello everybody, this is Krishna Kitty. It is the end of the day on January 30th, 2023. And I know it's been a few days. I don't have a schedule to make podcasts. It's kind of when, literally when God puts it on my heart or when I'm done researching something. But I have been spending a few days really researching a few things and wanting to give accurate information if I'm going to be talking about something and just... Also, again, back to the topic of spiritual warfare. Now, the first thing I'm going to talk about tonight is what's going on in Memphis. And I will be very honest with you. There are many people that did not know that the officers accused of the brutality were black and that the victim was black. So, you know, I made a couple of clapper videos right off the bat about this and wanted to know um, why is it not a hate crime? Yeah. So if those officers were white and that gentleman that unfortunately passed away was black, it would be a hate crime, I guarantee you. And, you know, people could imagine that being the case because they heard about, you know, there's going to be riots and protests and we need a brace for this. First of all, and I think the most important thing, Morgan Friedman said this best. The reason there's racism is because people keep it perpetuated and the perpetuation is from the people that accuse others of racism. I'm going to leave it at that. It doesn't matter what color, they could be from Mars. A crime is a crime and whatever happened there happened there. But I want to know why they're not being, if they're going to be charged with hate crime. I heard they're going to be charged with second degree murder, but no hate crime. So what constitutes a hate crime? Do you have to be two different colors? I mean, because that's the case. Um, you know, there are black people that murder white people all the time, and I don't see a hate crime. Sorry if I'm offending anybody tonight. So, is the hate crimes only uh, matter if, if it's white on black crime? Because the majority of crime is black on black, and I, I page the page of numbers about this. And one of the things I got to sit down with one of my attorney friends, because we went down the Second Amendment rabbit hole this weekend. And the numbers are there. So people want to dispute it and they don't want to look at the truth. They're just ignorant and they're not looking at the real problems and trying to fix them in their own communities and in our country. Can our country be fixed? Well, I mean, this thing in Memphis is, you know, I don't even know what caused it. It really is not a priority of mine right now. It's tragic and these people need to be prosecuted. I'm more concerned in the bigger pictures of things and what is happening. Um... My first concern is the Second Amendment and, you know, the ATF. Nobody is talking about it, but no one's taking it seriously. And the fact that YouTube is now censoring anybody and anything Second Amendment related, meaning even showing how you fire a weapon, safety classes, but Grand Theft Auto is fine. What's worse is I made some clapper videos of the parody, but to drive home this fact, that YouTubers are speaking out against trans people or gender neutral, um, identifying as this, they, it, I'm a cat, are also being banned. But yet people like this Devin Devaney, whatever the hell the name is, who just had plastic surgery, can spew their stuff all day long. But if you talk about the righteousness of God and um, disagree with their agenda, you're a criminal, a thought criminal. 
And that's exactly what the Bible has told us. I, I really get some deep subjects some days because I've been going down to reading the Jewish writings in the Talmud and getting into some of the esoteric beliefs um, about magic and the books taken out of the Bible, including fallen angels and things like that. The problem is no one believes in anything anymore in this country. That's the bottom line. Nobody really believes in anything. Republicans, do they really believe in what they believe in? I don't know. I haven't seen it. People like to say they believe in things. It's like they like to say they're a Christian, but they really, their actions, true actions, not superficial actions, speak differently. I have said this so many times that if you are saying you believe in something, but your actions show otherwise, hypocrisy. It doesn't matter if it has to do with crime. It doesn't matter if it has to do with religion. It doesn't matter if it's sitting in a church house. Okay? Hypocrisy is hypocrisy. And that's the biggest problem with this country. Um, I spoke to some constitutional attorneys and we got to reach out to a few Second Amendment counties this weekend. That's what I've been doing. Ask him honestly, what are your views? Because Governor Newsom in California, um, the governor of Illinois, the governor of some other Democratic states have said um, the federal government could send in the army against people. These countries mean nothing. And I was just curious. So they put on paper, they will stand against all enemies, right? The governor of Missouri, the governor of Nebraska have put in there, you know, we will not enforce unconstitutional laws. What's funny, a lot of these places in 2020 enforced the illegal mandates. So my question is, what's changed? And unfortunately, the answers that the attorneys gave me were pretty scary, meaning that, in all honesty, they like to write things on pieces of paper. If, would the federal government what would they do if a state disobeyed? Could they cut off funding? Okay. Would they send in the army? What would they do? Or what's more scary is China has bought up half of America, including most of our farmlands. Um, yeah. It, it is... Um, it's pretty scary. We have been in a war now for quite some time. The doomsday clock is moving forward. We have propaganda. We know no one knows what's really going on. And so it gets to a point where nobody cares about anything. It's great to write on a piece of paper, we will stand for this, this and this. But unless you're doing something, it's just writing. It's just writing. It's like all the preppers. It's like all these people that say they believe in something, but no one is doing anything. Um, we have Russia. We don't even know what's really the truth is happening over there because we get news reported. And I'll be honest, I used to be able to go on DuckDuckGo or Brave and pull up a lot of alternative news sources. Now, unless you know the names of those sources, it's almost impossible to find them. I mean, 
We are being, we are seeing 1984 being played out in front of us through every kind of censorship that you can imagine. Um, China is working with the Mexican cartels, bringing everything from, you know, every kind of drug to fentanyl, which is killing hundreds of Americans every day. Biden has come out point blankly you know, before he even became president and printed exactly what his goals of gun control are. You can read them. He has so far the United Nations, you know what? It's unbelievable. Sustainable development. It is everywhere. I went to Food Line today and I saw sustainable development. We're part of it. Russia and China are an alliance. And whether we want to see it or not, we have been manipulated and brought to where we are in this day. And most people, some people don't even know there's a war going on. It is really, um, it's amazing. Um, I want to talk about this. Um, January 23rd, 2023, um, Texas passed a notification bill basically saying that if things are put forth by the federal government that violate the Constitution, they will not enforce them. Again, states and counties are puffing their chests, but what do they really mean? We have allowed these federal agencies to operate for so long with unconstitutional quote-unquote laws. Okay, so what is happening? Montana, Second Amendment protection law. But what are they going to do? What are they willing to do? I, this is what I'm trying to say. People like to write things and talk about things. But in reality, how far will the federal government go? And what are the Republicans doing now? Because I don't see a whole lot. We cannot go down the road, the slippery slope road of gun control at all. Giving one inch is like putting a frog in boiling water. Once you go down and you give a little, they will take and take and take. And the history has been proven because we have seen this in nation after nation. The feds lack the constitutional authority to regulate. It doesn't matter if it's a pistol brace ammunition, body armor, anything. They do not have the right. People think the Civil War was about slavery. No, it was about what we are seeing today. And I wonder what will happen first, another Civil War or the return of our Lord or World War III or maybe altogether. In order for regulation that the federal government put out to mean anything, they have to enforce them. How do they plan enforcing them against millions of gun owners? Unless, unless Montana law says a legal principle known as anti-commandeering or refusal to cooperate with officers of the union 
based on James Madison, 40, Federalist Paper 46. Basically, it says, we will nullify that federal law. You will not bring it here. So basically, civil war would be eminent in this nation. The question is, would the federal government, how would they do it? Would it be California fight? I mean, how would it play out? Would people have the balls? Because I don't think people do. I didn't see it two years ago, three years ago, and I'm not, I don't know if I'd see it now. USDA, FDA, all these agencies, OSHA, they have become a fourth branch of government. Thomas Jefferson and James Madison first formalized the principle of nullification in the Kentucky and Virginia Resolution of 1798, which they said was a rightful remedy. Madison put in a different saying that a state is duty-bound to interpose to arrest the progress of evil. Are we going to take that? Is it, I want to see if Minnesota, Texas, I've not seen any state back in 2020 stand up. And if they're talking about taking up arms, I didn't see it in 2020 and the Constitution still said it. Jefferson and Madison also said nullification was dated back before the American Revolution even when they went to repeal the Stamp Act. Basically, they told Great Britain, these acts we are not going to obey because they come, we, we have a higher authority, which is God. Will the court step up? Well, the question is, will states obey the courts? Because we have seen over and over again, especially in the past three years, states and the federal government just ignoring court rulings. Thomas Jefferson said, when the federal government involves itself in every aspect of a person's life, it is a state that must step in forward to relieve them of that. States must refuse to help and comply to enforce laws, implement programs that go against the federal government. They foresaw in some of their writings where we are today. Why? Because people and nations follow patterns. Okay. My question is, and this is what my attorney was asking, you spoke to a couple second amendment sanctuary counties, do you have a plan? No one thinks anything's going to come of anything. Nobody really believes World War III is going to happen. Nobody really believes Jesus is coming back. No one really believes in the concept of Christianity. Nobody really cares about anything anymore. Which truly lines up what the Bible has talked about. Um, China, meanwhile, has acquired Smithfield Foods, which is a huge 
make all the pork, right? If you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, anywhere, made in China, made in China. Why are we allowing this in our nation? Why? Uh, this is what I'm saying. Nobody cares. They complain about China and the evils, and yet we're allowing them to buy up our land and sell their goods. It's pretty. It's pretty incredible. You go on what you know Walmart's website. Most of the products will come from China, just like eBay. When I go on, I always look and see where the products are coming from. If they're going to be coming from China, I do not want them. But honestly, Americans don't care. They say they care, but they don't. This is what I'm trying to drive in. We we like to talk about everything. But in reality, we don't like to take the hard steps to do it on both sides. Because again, the Republicans aren't doing anything at all. One study said about 90% of all consumer goods at some point, at some component of it, made in China. Um, Foreign-owned land accounts are 2.7 of all U.S. farmland and forest land. Um, the data now shows 190,000 acres of farmland are owned by Chinese interests. In 2019, China nationals, Chinese nationals purchased 6,300 properties in the United States, generating about $45 billion. In other words, our own U.S. Congress allowed American lands and properties to be owned and operated and profited to benefit the Chinese against their own citizens. Why has China become its dominant world power? Well, honestly, it's how they, they're a communist nation. They do not tolerate crime. You commit a crime in China, it's death. Terrorists, murderers, drug traffickers, they don't allow immigration. Um, one author was talking about there was a crime wave a few years ago in China where they executed 50,000 petty criminals for stealing bikes and shoplifting. It wasn't until Amnesty International got involved that this practice stopped. This is a Chinese position on that. They said, we have 1.4 billion people. We need to make sure they're all honest in order to maintain a viable society. Those 50,000 that were executed taught 1.4 billion a lesson. They also have no sense of God or religion. They do not tolerate protests. So it is the strictest form of communism you can find. China simply just buys up countries with its vast wealth. The primary weapon of choice to conquer the world is finance employs millions of American workers that work for Chinese companies or part by Chinese companies. Smithfield Foods acquisition is a good example. Smithfield Foods is the largest pork producer and processor of the world. It has facilities in 26 U.S. states and tens of thousands of Americans work for them. Smithfield Farms directly owns 460 farms and contracts about 2,100. Now a Chinese company has bought it for $47 billion. Interesting. That means rural Americans are working for Chinese directly. 
and many of them don't realize that. China also bought AMC movie theaters. Yep. Many people didn't realize that. They recently broke ground on a million dollar plant in Thomasville, Alabama. Those people are so happy to have jobs, they will gladly work and be dependent on communist China. And now China is moving into Detroit, buying up businesses and in new vehicle technologies. So, where's all this going? What really has happened is we have become humanistic rather than God-driven. It's not a matter of right or wrong. It has to do with the dollar sign, it has to do with money, everything but having convictions. Because again, all these people that say they have convictions, unless you're doing something to back up the convictions, you don't have convictions. The Founding Fathers, I believe, are turning in their graves. The Founding Fathers knew there were two world systems in the earth, either the Kingdom of God or the Kingdom of Satan. Now, I will say not all of the Founding Fathers were Christians. Some were very open to say they did not know what they really believed. Many were agnostic or deists. But they still believed in a God and the principles of Judeo-Christianity. I will also give in that they were very, they took part in a lot of sin. We know many of them had many mistresses. And there was a lot of debauchery that went on. But not every, you know, that's nothing new. But it was done in the bedroom. It was done behind the doors. But the way the day-to-day life took place followed the laws of God. Meaning, even though many of the Founding Fathers might have had a mistress, these things were not talked about until long after their deaths. And the way businesses were conducted, it wasn't out in the open. It wasn't a mockery of God. And many of them repented on their deathbeds. Very, some very interesting literature to read about the what went on in America, but it was very, it was not widespread. Even when you look at, you know, I read, recently read a book about Victorian debauchery in New York City or, you know, in England. Yes, they had, you know, a Tenderloin district and there were, there were a couple of drag houses and there was prostitution and all that stuff, but it was limited to a very small area. Yes, some of the wealthy aristocrats went down there. You could find anything if you had money. Yes, that stuff existed. But 95% of Americans had no idea it existed because it was that isolated. All right, even in the mining towns. And what you would have found in mining towns and everything was simply prostitution. Nothing like you might have seen in New York or San Francisco with cross-dressing or things like that. So, but people followed the principles the Founding Fathers based our nation on. Private property rights. The government can't seize your property. You know, there was a, a work ethic. There were things that came which we call the law of God. 
the government of God is always ruled by righteousness and laws that are righteous, liberty and freedom. But the government of Satan is going to be worldly and evil. It's going to follow the doctrines of the demons that are in play with Satan. That is communism, fascism, and tyranny. Satan is going to put his people in bondage. He's going to rule like what we saw in Nazi Germany, you know, Russia, what we saw in China, you know, mass executions. I'm all for the death penalty. I believe in it. But with a big difference, that's what people have to understand. God had death penalty too in the Bible, in the Old Testament. And there is a point to what communist China said, but not, you know, murder people. And mass execution is stealing a bicycle. Now, someone murders an entire family and we have DNA evidence and we know it's point blank. I'm good with it. But you have to look to that bigger picture. I don't agree when people say, oh, well, God doesn't know. We need to look also, again, the Old Testament. What was the point of the messages? People don't understand always. There was always property rights. There was always a notion that people had the right to what they worked for. That was the opposition to slavery, even in Egypt, bondage forced labor, always against the principles of God. The founding fathers knew and witnessed the bondage and punishment under the monarchies. You know, John warns us in First John, do not love the things of the world, nor the world, right? If anyone loves the world, they don't have to love the Father. That's what we are saying. People would rather follow along with everybody else rather than speak up. How could all the Republicans allow China to buy up all this land, especially in Republican states? You understand what I'm saying? Our founding fathers struggled for months to come up with a government that protected citizens from a large and intrusive government, meaning they didn't want another monarchy. They wanted to keep men from being able to seek power and obtain dominance. That's why they set up a constitutional republic, not a democracy. But we had globalists come in. John, you know, Dewey, Rockefeller, Carnegie, Morgan, Rhodes, Klaus Schwab. Their God is money. No different than Pharaoh building his pyramids. I believe there's been a plot. These men are just agents, you know, of this rules of principalities, rules of darkness. And the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call it, has been using them just like the United Nations. Don't forget the United Nations charter starts off with we the peoples. That these globalists also are fascinated with the occult. We have seen Moloch. We have seen, I hate to say, symbols appearing even in Washington, D.C. There are symbols 
that portray occultism. But I do not believe our founding fathers envisioned where we are today. The founding fathers felt the government should fear the people. When the people fear the government, it's tyranny. They did not want a democracy with a 51% mob rule by fear. They did not want an unbridled democracy. They wanted a conscious republic. Karl Marx wrote about democracy, believe it or not, in the Communist Manifesto. Our founding fathers looked to the Bible, even if they weren't necessarily quote-unquote Christians, and the laws of God. They believed people should be able to govern themselves, very little interference by federal government. Private property, there shouldn't be feudalism taking people's property seizing it because you can pay a tax, debtor's prisons. But we saw not long after, two or three generations later, these things invading America. Freedom is not free. And we always say that, but how many people really believe that? James Madison said, we have staked the whole future of on America civilizations, not upon the power of the government, but on the people. He believed in self-government. The ability for us to make, take a step in when the government oversteps. In fact, they didn't even believe in a standing army. They never intended to have a standing army. And yet, look at China, Nazi Germany. What are the first things they do? They build up their military and have a standing army. Our rights come from God. I don't care if that is, you know, when you start giving in a Second Amendment, you're giving away your God-given rights. And yet, we don't stand up for God when we see people mocking it and making Christians compromise their beliefs. Why would a Christian do that? Only if, well, I'm not going to go down that road. William Penn, the founder of Pennsylvania, said, those who will not be governed by God will be ruled by tyrants. That is incredible. Listen to once again. Those who will not be governed by God will be ruled by tyrants. The last several generations have brought us to where we are today. We are not governed by God. We no longer have his moral civil laws of righteousness. And now we are ruled by tyrants. And these tyrants are the principalities of darkness. Our nation is a demonic-controlled nation. I've said as many times as in the days of Noah. The fallen angels, I believe, have been busy. And that's why each generation has become more wicked. Go back to my other podcasts. Reach out to me. I'll be happy to talk about this. 
I've gone down with Bible study. And you have to get out of the Bible because man put the 66 books in the Bible, which is interesting. Six is the number of man. Men worship the beast, which is a government. All these parents that were screaming about the public schools, how many of them took their kids out? We allow the brainwashing, we allow the lies. Are we going to allow them to take away the Second Amendment? Are we going to allow them to slowly strip it away? Well, without a plan? Or do we not believe it's ever going to happen? Who would have believed March of 2020 would have ever happened? I'm Kalishna Kitty. I am a patriot. When I say patriot, I believe we allow this to happen and nobody stood up against it. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I believe in the ultimate realms of spiritual warfare, which I've done podcasts and videos on. I believe that we are in the last of the last days. We have China controlling our nation. We are allowing rogue government agencies to begin stripping away. Go back and listen and read what Biden's gun control agenda that he put forth on White House's own website when he became president. We allow censorship Republicans could have stepped in and said, you are not going to censor people on YouTube. They have the power to do that. Oh, yes, they do. They could say, you will not pull programming that is Second Amendment based. The fact you can't, no, show guns. They could literally take, there's so many legal remedies that they could do. The FCC we know is a communist, because if not, it would step in right there and say, censorship, we will seize us. I haven't seen that happen, have you? We have seen Hollywood push this agenda along through their movies, through their television, through their scripts they write. And each generation builds on it because we don't question. Nobody ever will question because we don't know any better. I didn't. And by the time you realize it, it's too late. People are dying in their 40s and 50s at a rate that is unprecedented, and yet you'll barely hear it in the news. Blood clots. Things that people know what's going on, but it's not making the news, and the average American, I don't think, wants to know. For the first time in history, the largest population to be dying is somewhere between 40 I think you said 45 and 58 years old think about that 
We have a global economy coming. We have bank schemes, digital currencies, all to enslave and control us. And they've done it slowly through PayPal. You know, they PayPal has gotten rid of certain um, businesses they don't like. We're not going to do business with you. FedEx at one point stopped delivering um, firearms. They record special notices if you purchase firearms or ammunition or anything firearm related. Nobody, I don't, this should not be, be allowed to happen. But the people, no one's willing to take the risk of massive sit-ins, massive national strikes. Why? It's too daunting. They don't feel they can do anything. Well, by not doing anything, like Rush would say, you've made a choice. And the choice has led us to exactly what the Bible has predicted. And maybe that is why we know God's plan is played out perfectly. And we see it in the last days. Do some research. Look up Smithfield Farms. Look up. Talk to people. Ask yourself, is it normal just not to do anything? Just to write manifestos? Just to write, I'm a Second Amendment sanctuary county? But how did they buy up all this land in Republican states? I'm just going to end there for tonight. I'm Klitschka Kitty. I'll be back soon.